What's good? This is LaCole Rose from Fret Sisters. Please don't forget to follow us on IG at Fret Sisters. You can also follow us on Facebook at Fret Sisters. And if you'd like to be featured in a podcast or simply have any questions, you can email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening. our season with you. Uh, great story. You have great story. Plus, we all know you. You know, we, we're original Fred Sisters. We're, we're alumnus. Yeah. So, yeah, so Fred Sisters, uh, good as you know, we're an online, international online community for women musicians, but we're expanded to producers, singers, production, women in the, in the arts, basically. But our interest is women who play stringed instruments, instruments. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, glad to be with you and we are excited to hear your story. So the four ladies that are part of Fred Sisters are, and we all met at the same place, isn't that funny? Mm -hmm. Jenny Jam, great guitar player, uh, session player. She plays with Pebble to Pearl, awesome band out of the DMV and she tours, awesome. Uh, Great producer too. Then we have we also have another young lady that's a great singer and guitar player. She's out of Atlanta and it's Nicole Rose. Mm-hmm. And she's out of Atlanta and she plays Paul Reed Smith as well, like you. Mm-hmm. And then last we have Sean, Shawnee, Sean Marshall out of Pennsylvania. Great singer, songwriter, producer. She has original material, uh, original music, and she's amazing. So I'm, I'm with some really great people, you know? And of course me, you know about me, guitarist, you know, uh, instructor and, uh, you know, producing. So let's get on to you. We, yeah, so Fred Sisters, we do have online merch store as well. And we we have podcasts, we have a tea talk and we're doing interviews now. We started with just a regular interviews. I said, guys, you know, we all sat down and we said, you know, let's start doing video because everybody was home last year. So we said, let's do Zoom. Yeah. So here we are. So Gouda, tell us all about you, girl. You have had an amazing, <laughs> an amazing year. Well, I would like to first start off saying thank you for inviting me here. Uh, all the work that you all do is absolutely fantastic. You have an amazing platform. So thank you for your vision and your mission. Um, as far as me, uh, everyone calls me Gouda, like the cheese. It's just spelled G-U-D-A-H, but my name is Danielle Walcott. Um, I come from a family of musicians. Uh, I come from a lot of brothers. Uh, my parents had uh, eight boys, and then uh, they kept, they tried one more time, and then here I came. So uh, my father and my brothers, they had a gospel quartet group. Um, in Jersey City, New Jersey. They would go all around between Jersey and New York playing for churches and so forth. But my fa- my father played 
guitar. So when I came along, he passed the guitar to me. So, and I was about five years old. Um, during that time, he put me in like one year of lessons, but you know, um, I'm not sure why it stopped, but I just kept playing. You know, he would have me up to one, two o'clock in the morning at five, six years old, trying to learn scales and learn little notes. But um, I never learned how to read guitar music. I never really formally knew how to play. I learned how to do everything by ear. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, developed learning how to play other instruments by being competitive with my brothers. So, you know, that saying, anything you can do better, I can do better than you. That was kind mm -hmm. of me. I wanted to always be better than them because I'm like, I'm the only girl, you know? <laughs> so uh, I learned how to play bass, guitar, trumpet. Um, and, you know, so um, my mother also sang and played. She played piano. So we just had music all with us. Um, throughout my teenage years, I once again played music, but once I got ready to go to college, my dad didn't, did not want me to pursue music as a career. He said, it's too hard, it's gonna be too tough, and mm -hmm. I want you to be a doctor, because you know, I had straight A's through school, and you know, I was a first generation college student. So, um, you know, from, he wanted me to be the best of the best. And at that time in a black community, being a doctor is very prestigious, you know? Sure. So uh, went to college, but I always played. I've always stayed connected to music, um, but I struggled. Biology and being in pre-med was not my gift, but I did it, I got through. Um, I graduated in 2006 and uh, I was going to go to med school. Mm -hmm. I didn't know during that time, I didn't get prepared well because you're supposed to have patient care experience. So during that time, um, I said, I'll go into the work field and you know get some patient care experience. And then I said, mm, EMT, emergency medical technician. So I said, I'll do it just for a year, just to get that patient care experience, hands-on experience. Um, and that year turned into almost 13 years. So. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. So doing that for 13 years, um, seeing a little bit of everything, you think it, I probably saw it. Um, it was something that I truly enjoyed, but I always felt like I was missing something. Um, during that time that I was working as a medic, I've always played in bands, but I went through a, a period that I didn't play at all for about six years. I didn't touch the guitar. I said, now I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to give 100% to that because, you know, at the time, nobody was really wanting me to play. No one didn't choose me to play and this and that. But um, I would be at work all day with headphones on and just daydreaming of like playing on stage. I'm like, but this is something that's staying with me. And, mm -hmm. you know, so. When things tug at you like that, you know, um, that's, that's, that's really God speaking, you know, sure. but I, I still ignored it. So, uh, and this is something where I can come back full circle and say, I'm glad to have met you at the international, at the time it was Guitar Summit. Now it's currently right. the International Musician Summit. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to go in 2013, 14 and 2015. My husband came home one day and he was like, everything downstairs on the fridge. I'm like, what is he talking about? He went on ahead and bought the ticket and bought me a hotel. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you're going. He was like, it's something that you're missing and I know you need to 
you know, be there. I don't know what you're going to receive there, but you have to go. Mm -hmm. So I go, um, and the International Guitar Summit or Musician Summit changed my life. Um, just being around the, some of the most influential, some of the best musicians that have, are, or who was doing what I dreamt about doing. And I'm like, sure. and it lit a fire in me. I cried for three days because I'm like, it's, it's not gone. And we do go through these periods in life where we're like, we're, we are lost. And, you know, so being connected to people who are going where you're going, mm -hmm. uh, who can just give a little bit of inspiration, advice, um, encouragement, you know, Super. so Super. I push people to, you know, definitely get connected. Anything you want to do in life, get to where people are actually doing it, you exactly. know, so, um, I got a more, you want to keep going? <laughs> yeah, keep going, keep going. I'm okay. loving this interview. <laughs> um, so going, going from there, being, being a medic, of course, there's, you know, 12, 13 hour, 14 hour shifts. Wow. You'll be at a shift and you on your way in and then all of a sudden you got to get another call. So plus overtime there, there, there has been 16 hour shifts, 24 hour shifts, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, being so connected to music, I would just, some, some days I would be a little bit upset. I'm like, if I spent as much time playing my guitar as I was here, I'd be so much better. If I, if I, I would always say if. If, if I, if I, yeah. If I, so then I started thinking like, Danielle, then what you gonna do? You know, so I started to uh, really just pray about it. I'm like, I given a hundred percent to being a wife and mm -hmm. I'm a pretty good one. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I gave a hundred percent to being a mom. Oh yeah, beautiful kids. I gave a hundred percent to everything and I never, ever gave a hundred percent to music. Mm -hmm. um, so I just started. So I got a call shortly after that from a young lady in Columbia to play at a um, festival. Columbia, South Carolina or Colum which state? Yeah. Yep. South. Columbia, South Carolina. Yep. So I got a call there to do a festival. Mm -hmm. um, it happens to be at a pretty big church, but the church had a cemetery. So this was kind of my defining moment uh, to the next stage of life for me or the, or the next process and journey for me. Mm -hmm. um, being backstage was right next to a cemetery. So I was just like hanging over the gate of the cemetery, waiting for us to call. And I was just like looking at all of these headstones. And I'm like, man, I wonder like how many dreams have died. Wow, that's something. Yeah. Yeah. How many people in here never pursued their true purpose, their calling? How many people in here have settled just to you know, make someone else happy or just mm -hmm. security and never, I'm like, man. But what about this? What about how many of them did pursue and how many did become successful? Yeah. So you don't know, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's a little bit of all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit of all. Um, mm -hmm. I, that, I guess the way I was thinking about it is because I hear it so many times, man. Yeah. I hear so many people that are unhappy where they are, but they never do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So I said to myself at that moment, I said, God, if you give me another chance to live another day, I said, I'm gonna go back to school. I'm gonna learn how to play guitar the way I need to learn. Cause mm -hmm. I play good, but I'm like, I know things can be better. I really had people tell me, 
Gouda, you're good enough. And I'm like, well, that's not a compliment. Mm, really. Good, good enough for who? But good enough for what? What you trying to say? <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, man, I don't want to be just good enough because I'm like, there's something in me. And, you know, like we, it is, God gave us all, I truly believe God gave us all something, but it's up to us to dig deep and really sharpen what he gave us, you know? Um, and we can make a ministry out of it. And this is part of my ministry. Um, so that actually segue into saying, okay, I want to go back to school. I told my husband uh now currently of 10 years congratulations thank you happy anniversary definitely. thank That's you wonderful. um so and he was like well what do you need to do to go mm -hmm. back to school and i said and i'm i'm the number cruncher of the home so i'm like well the numbers don't add up i can't just like up and leave my job so he said well let's let's plan what do we need to do so you can feel secure and safe to go back to school and not stress about finances. Mm -hmm. So I started adding up everything and I was like, man, we got two car payments. It's close to about $800. So we worked on it and he actually worked overtime and he paid off uh, two cars within like a matter of months, like four months. Wow, so, that's um, amazing. He did. So he was like, is, is this enough? I was like, I think so. <laughs> So I started, I still did not want to leave my job at the time. So I said, um, let me uh, stay part-time. So um, I did not, once again, I wanted to get into school, mm -hmm. but I did not know how to read music. I did not, and for this program at UNC Charlotte, um, you needed to learn how to play classical guitar. I have not, I never touched a classical guitar. So what I did was I reached out with, oh, oh there you go. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a Cordoba flamenco classical guitar. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, you have, to, you have to play a little classical. You have to. So what I did was I was like, I really want this. I really want this. I went on to UNC Charlotte's website, mm -hmm. Department of Music, mm -hmm. and I reached out to the jazz instructor. He emailed me back um, over the summer to say, you should reach out to this gentleman. Mm -hmm. He was another instructor and he agreed to teach me. I only had a month to learn how to read like basic notes and play a little bit of classical guitar before the audition in August. So, I mean, I would go three times a week just to learn and I had to pay out of pocket. So a lot of people, and this and this, this is one thing that I'm starting to learn now, you know, about faith and stepping out on faith, you know? So it's, this was, this was a learning thing. A lot of people say step out on faith, but they don't know what that process is. Mm -hmm. And it's a uh, faith, without works is dead. A lot of people think that things are just going to fall into our laps and just magically happen. And miracles do happen. I, I they believe. do. But there are a part, there is a part in this process between us and God. God can't work unless we start working too. Exactly. exactly. You know? yeah. And there has, there has been from the old Baptist church, I'll take one step and God will take two, you two. know? And so we have to put work into the things that we desire. Exactly. Um, yes. So um, during that time, I was still taking lessons at uh, with the professor during the summer. I was still at work, but I have all these 
sticky notes. I keep sticky notes everywhere. And this really what got me through. I will always listen to inspirational stuff. Like we are surrounded by so much negativity. Mm-hmm. Even when I used to tell people at work that I'm going back to school, they was like, what for? Oh my God, you finally gonna be a doctor? I was like, no, I'm going to be a guitarist. I'm a musician. And there were, just, I mean, the, the, the faces that was made of just being dumbfounded. Like, is she serious? Like, or like, why now? Why now? Why at 36 years old? I was 36 years old when I decided to change my career mm-hmm. and flip everything upside down. And you know what? I had more people being very um, negative than supportive. Um, and because of that, I started to just write all these sticky notes and positive affirmations. Um, some of them that I have here, I just took them off my, um, excuse me, I just took them off my wall and my mirror, but it says true desire in a heart for anything good is God's proof to you sent beforehand to tell you that it's already yours. So those, those things that I felt uh, when I would daydream about being on stage, when I would just like feel it, but I couldn't touch it. And I'm like, God is already showing me proof of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, most times we don't know how to get there. So I just started stepping out on faith. I'm like, well, I'm just going to start this way. I'm just going to, and the God will start to direct and open up doors, put people in your path. Like I truly believe that. Um, another thing that helped me get through was it says, when you know how to think it empowers you far beyond than those who know what to think Mm -hmm. so what how I took that is with music because I can hear something all day long and play it I can replicate it Mm -hmm. and give me a couple minutes with it so I know what to do but I didn't know how to do it so I said I didn't know how music is built I didn't know the fundamentals I didn't know and I was like if I really want to get empowered I need to know how this is done Mm -hmm. so school at the time made sense for me. <laughs> so this is uh, going back that your, your your sticky notes is like your, your vision board. It is. And your, and your affirmations. And yep. that you focused on that path. Yep. Is that right? Okay. Yep. That is absolutely correct. Um, it says, life is too short to play it safe. Be bold. Do what you love. Get off the bleachers and get in the game. And that was by motivational speaker Les Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just aspire to make a living expire to make a difference by denzel and the last one that helps me to this day because practicing sometimes i don't put a i don't make it priority with being so busy but now that i'm out of school i can definitely make it a priority but it says you will never get better if you don't put in the time and practice your gifts daily like i have to put this around so that i can remember you know um so that truly helped me get through so I finally got to the audition at UNC Charlotte, passed it. And the first week of school, this was August, 2018. (sighs) By Friday, I cried. I said, what did I do? It was so hard when they put them jazz charts in front of me with 16th Mm -hmm. notes, all these rhythms that I didn't know how to read. I was like, why? Why did you do this, Daniel? Why, 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 why? (laughs) And you learned how. I learned how. Learned how. That's right. You put yourself into it. I, I threw and, myself. And instead of running from it, mm-hmm. you went forward. I kept going you, forward. And you jumped into it. Now, every and, semester. And now was, look, look at you now. 
So yes, three years later, um, I just graduated last week with my bachelor's of arts and music. And I had a chance to talk to my jazz professor about my first year, my first semester of just crying at the end of the first week. I would be in jazz ensemble. Um, I remember he was like, I want you to play this rhythm like Freddie Green. I'm like, who is Freddie Green? And what is <laughs> so I started to research and I was just like being in big band Mm-hmm. As a guitarist, to me, I felt like I didn't have a place, but he was like, just play what I need you. You're, you are a part of the rhythm section. So I thought, oh, I'm a guitarist. I'm gonna get some lead lines in there. Nope. <laughs> so, and I was- What's written and what, what your orchestra conductor tells you to play and how to play it. Right. Because you're part of the orchestra. You're part I'm, of the band. I'm part of band. And, and, right, and it's not about you. And it's, it's not about me. And the whole, only, yeah, the works, yeah. Yeah, and not only my part of the band, I'm a part of the rhythm section, so I started exactly. to think of myself as part of the hi-hat. So I had to, like, really, you know, play my rhythms as as a percussion, in my mind, as mm-hmm. a percussion player, had to be um, in sync with that. So I would be in class, like, this is stupid, this is not making any sense. <laughs> and so it came, once again, it came full circle. I find, um... I posted a video on Facebook and I hashtag black female guitarist and someone found me from that. Um, a young lady, she reached out to me on Messenger. Mm-hmm. She said, I would like for you to audition. I saw one of your videos and I said, okay. Uh, she said, the gig is in Atlanta. And I was like, all right, you know, cool. I wasn't doing much. And honestly, I never take gigs gigs during a semester never mm-hmm. it's too much it's too much more music to learn i'm already having like eight nine charts and jazz i already have charts and classical music charts and piano so i'm like i'm already reading like 15 charts throughout the semester now i got to do a gig so i never say yes this time the say yes. said yes so yeah, i said yes. okay cool so she said i'm gonna send you this video and if you can reply back with the video of your uh, playing over it. And I said, cool. So she sent it to me and I said, this this makes no sense. Like I just started to laugh because it was a big band chart. (laughs) What you've been doing, right? What I've been doing. (laughs) It was um, for Urban One Honors with Mm -hmm. TV One. Mm -hmm. That aired May 16th Sunday, last Sunday. And go ahead. Yes. So when she sent me, I said, God, the one thing I thought I did not need is what I needed. So she, I played my Freddie Green like, I, <laughs> like I've been playing for the past three years. So I did get the gig and get the performance. I had to be in Atlanta for um, four days, uh, five days. Mm-hmm. And um, this was my first time being on a big stage and uh, God truly opened up that door. And, you were, pre- right, you were prepared. See, when you were, you were like, why am I playing this Freddie Green with the orchestra at school? This prepared you for this gig. And this it's a stepping stone. Yep. And congratulations on your degree. And you get your degree in music. And congratulations on your success as a musician, not only a guitar player, but you are also a bassist. 
I am a bass player. Right? I've seen you play that. You play a B bass too. But you're an amazing guitar player. You were always an amazing guitar player. Now you can read music and you know how to play with an ensemble, an orchestra, and a band. And so that just prepared you. Like you said, God prepares you for the next thing. So he didn't just say, hey, just, you know, take that call and you had no, no discipline. You had no prep, but you did. Yeah. And you said, okay, and there you go. Mm-hmm. And now, now the doors are open. Yeah, so I have, I have, um, after seeing it on last Sunday, uh, it was, I was listen, I was like, God, I can do this forever. Yeah. It felt so good. And that was the time where it also came back to my memory of, of what I used to say. Guess what? I used to work as a medic, 13, 14 hours. Mm-hmm. This is my first time having a performance gig, 13, 14 hours. So God mm-hmm. listened to me. I was able mm-hmm. to swap, you know, positions and doing something that I love. And it did not feel like a chore. It did not feel mm-hmm. like work. 14 hours of just love and passion and learning mm-hmm. music and being around like-minded women. It was mm-hmm. an all-female band. So that was even more. Right. Um, uh, great and every woman on that stage from the musical director Kim Burst uh, mm-hmm. to every musician um, it it was just a fantastic experience definitely and yeah I'm, I'm definitely praying for more <laughs> you, you will see and, and this is what I, I heard this I don't know if it was from an actor but when you enjoy what you do it's no longer work you know what I mean yeah. When you were, even though you enjoyed your EMT, you loved working as a medic a tech. Definitely a, a love for that. But now this is what you want to do. You've moved on to, to playing your music. So it didn't feel like work. 14 hours, you were like, I was sick with 15 hours, you know. Let hey. me keep go- let me keep going. Yeah. So and you get paid for it too. So Ooh, yes. you get paid for it. <laughs> having a good time you're networking you're meeting people but you're loving it and you're enjoying what you do and this is the, you know this is it right here this is the blessing this is this is the blessing this and is this, the blessing this, this is also something that my children i'm glad they were able to witness you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that especially as uh them growing up i have a uh 12 year old boy well mm-hmm. young man and a eight-year-old uh morgan uh she's just absolutely wonderful full of life and full of light Mm -hmm. and um i'm glad they got the chance to see mommy like it was hard every semester was hard for me my husband was absolutely fantastic such a great support i would come home from school i'll have to pick the kids up but i'll come home and he already has dinner done um, he Wonderful. was like, you know, it was it was Wonderful. such a good balance, and there were there were times that this process of going to school also humbled me because, of course, like I said earlier, I wanted to be that super mom, that super wife, but I needed people. You know, we mm-hmm. have to understand that we do need people. Sure, um, but you got to make sure that you have the right people surrounding you. So, my mother in law, she would definitely cook for me mm-hmm. uh, two or three nights a week, so I study you know mm-hmm. do things but it was stressful it was it was mm-hmm. definitely stressful not only that the last year with the pandemic my kids were being homeschooled by me mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. so um it as I want to say following your dreams is wonderful but it's, it's it's also a challenge because when you are 
doing something out of the norm, it's going to feel a little unstable. It's going to, you're going to come out of comfort, but that's okay. That's okay. where you start being molded and that's where you started to be groomed into and develop to whatever amazing thing that you're destined to be. So I encourage people to definitely don't be afraid of it. Plan for it. You know, mm-hmm. telling everybody to quit their job today. No, no, you have to no. plan. You have to plan. Yeah, you have to plan. <laughs> you know, yeah. definitely, definitely plan. But I started over, and it's okay to start over. Um, like I was saying before, um, if God gives me another day to breathe, and if things just didn't feel right today, I get another chance prayerfully to do it again tomorrow. Again. And I pray for that. So when so, you say when you say start over, and I'm like, well, maybe you just move forward. You know, it, it, you didn't because you were already a musician. That's absolutely correct. I and love the way you do you, that. You, yeah. you 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 play music. I met you. You were playing, and you did take a, a hiatus. You, but you also were you, you played trumpet. I, so I you were, mm-hmm. so you were a musician. So you had to take a break. You a wife, a mother, EMT everything and then you get back into it so it was like a little a pause it was a pause and then you said okay unpause it god and let me go forward and you did the work i am so inspired by you um i'm glad we met and uh i'm glad you know in in this short period of time look at how successful but you yeah it's a lot of hard it's a lot of hard work and uh i know your kids i met your children they were so little tiny there were three and five five, yeah right and now you know kids and we haven't aged a bit right (laughs) but no amazing and so what what do you have planned i know you're 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 not just a session player i know you're a musician what are your plans for the 2021 2022 do you have any uh plans for your musical career um, yeah, a lot of people have been asking me that since I've graduated, like, what next? What now? And sometimes mm-hmm. you really don't know what's mm-hmm. next or what now, but it is my time to uh, to keep sharpening what I've learned, you know? It doesn't go away, you know? You have to always keep learning. Even when you think that you have arrived, you have right. not arrived, you know? You have to keep. So um, my desire and my goal is to go on tour mm-hmm. um my i know how to read now i know how to compose i know how to write um so i have invested in everything so that i can take my ideas because i've always had ideas of, of of music and what god wants to speak through me you know whether mm-hmm. it's spiritual jazz r&b whatever it is mm-hmm. i know how to write it I know how to pick what I feel and put it on paper now and make Mm -hmm. sense of it so Mm -hmm. I have things that I uh, have planned that I want to do right now I'm always going to keep practicing yes Um, learning how to practice is something that you have to practice you know (laughs) (laughs) so you have to practice and how to practice is important you You don't waste time yeah sure there you go you know definitely get much as much out of it with the time you have again we have so much going on today and with you you still with family and just working with you're going to be working with um artists on tour so it's a lot so it's 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 never ending you're going to 
constantly evolve and learn and learn. And, uh, you know, that's with everything. You already know that because you've already been through it. So mm -hmm. it's just, you know, listen, we, we at, at Fred Sisters, you know, really thank you so much for this wonderful interview of your journey and your success. Congratulations on, again on your graduation with your, your, your music degree. Congratulations on your, you're gonna be touring and you can read music now. You're so happy, you know, and, and a composer. And, and just congratulations on everything. Your, your family's just wonderful. And, uh, you know, so, hey, we will see each other soon. Yeah, we will. This is, this is not the ending. This is just the beginning. That's, it, that's exactly. And uh, you are definitely a fret sister. And uh, we love you. And we will talk soon. Thank you so much, my dear. It's been a pleasure. It's been really a pleasure. I wish you all the best with everything that you Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get together again soon. Don't worry, we'll we'll jam again. There you go. Okay, girl. Listen, thank you so much again. Love you. Take care. Bye bye. today let's give a little something what you're about to play hey want to learn more about this progression, then you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love. <laughs>